You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we talk all about the wife-sharing lifestyle, be it hot-wifing, be it cuckolding, and we also toss in some of the, uh, the, the BBC interracial lifestyle for good measure. So today I have with me a, a, a special guest. This is a woman who first came to my attention a few months ago, and I've, her story is rather unique. Um, as far as the type of people that I've usually had on my show. And I thought that you would find it uh, really interesting. Uh, Her name is Susanna. Why don't you say hi to everybody? Hello, everyone. Now, just to let you know. (laughs) How are you doing, lovely lady? Now, just to give you guys a a little background. The first time I ever talked to her on the phone, the first name that the first thing that popped into my head was Blanche Devereaux. Um, she's just got this, this beautifully seductive, uh, Southern draw to her, you know, fine Southern bell. And, um, so every time I talk to her, those are the images that, that, that race through my head. Now, what makes her story rather unique is, uh, you've been with black men pretty much most of your life, right? Yes, but 35 years now. Okay. And... You know, you, I know you said that you guys were swinging a little bit. So what makes her a little bit unique is she was doing a lot of the things that people in the lifestyle do, but she didn't know that this segment of the lifestyle existed. When I crossed paths with her initially, you know, she had just found my podcast and was in the process of basically binge listening to all of them. And it took you how long to listen to every last one of them? We were working 10-hour shifts, so I was listening literally 10 hours a day, and it took me two weeks and three days, so 17 days to listen from the very first to the one that I caught up on. <laughs> well, like I said before, thank you so much for your, your, your dedication um, and listening. Oh, no, it was an education. It was awesome. And just to watch, to listen, to listen to it all in a row like that and see the community kind of building up and see everything just, I, I don't know. It was kind of cool to catch it, you know, in a, in a long line like that. It, re, it was educationally wise. It really helped me a lot, like to immerse really quickly and learn a lot. If I'd had to wait and done that week by week, it would have been hard. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm glad. I'm glad it was, I'm glad it was there for you. So before we get into what you've been learning since you and I met, why don't you kind of give my listeners a little bit of background on what was going on with you prior to discovering my podcast? Well, I had been a swinger since 1995. And about 15 years of that, I was married and we were swinging as a couple. And then for the last 10 years, I'd been by myself again. And I got to the point where I didn't even see couples anymore. It was just, you know, so much to navigate and stressful. 
So I was kind of lone wolfing it, but it was just very unsatisfying. Like, I don't always feel like, like it just wasn't getting what I needed from it. It was like close, but not quite there. And I thought maybe it was just something wrong with me. Really, you know, like, okay, maybe it's just, I can't, you know, nothing's going to make me happy. And then when I listened to the podcast and started listening to y'all break it down and explain things, it was like, Oh my God, it, like, it was like a light bulb when I was like, this is what I've been looking for. Like the bulls and the, just the, the unwritten rules and the, the way you, you know, you can play games and have fun, but within, but within these certain parameters to keep, you know, to keep things the way they're supposed to be. It just, I don't know. It just clicked with me. It really, it really did. And to, to see that there is a whole community of people out there and how thriving it is in Twitter. I was new to Twitter as well. So, you know, I've been learning Twitter from the ground up and it's like the coolest playground to be able to find all of these like-minded people and connect. It's just, it's, awesome <laughs> no i've trust me I've, I've been watching you enjoying yourself and it's it's been fun to watch it's definitely been fun to watch <laughs> so <laughs> since, since this has all been new to you i kind of want to break it down into sections and kind of get your thoughts and feelings on each section of it and kind of contrast it to what you knew before discovering the lifestyle so let's start off with Bulls. You've, you've, since discovering my podcast, you've kind of discovered this world, like you said, where there are rules, but you can kind of play within those rules and it's far less complicated. So what was your experience with black men pre-lifestyle and how would you contrast that to what you've been experiencing since you've discovered the lifestyle? Pre-lifestyle, I mean, I've obviously, you know, being a swinger, I met a lot of guys that wanted to play and have fun, but it, it was often very, um, I don't know, a lot of, I don't know how to describe it other than to say either there was a lot of people that wanted to try to turn it into relationships, which is something that I wasn't looking for, or they were literally just notching bedposts to the point where it did, you know, it just wasn't on a level that worked for me really. It was unsatisfying. And since I have found out about bulls and I have met and played with a few, the fact that that they're more dominant, you know, but they're not trying to control. In regular swinging, if you try to find a dom or somebody dominant to, to show you that side of things, they want to take over everything and be dominant everywhere, and that's not going to work for me. I'm just sexually submissive. So bulls are perfect for that because that's what they want. Somebody, you know, at that given time, they can take over and run everything and I can let go and hand it all to them and enjoy it. But then when I'm done, I don't, I don't have to worry about it until I see that person again. It's not going to intrude in any other part of my life. Okay. So have you, continued having any playmates that you knew prior to the lifestyle or all your current playmates strictly men that you've met post-lifestyle? Only one. I am still seeing Big Daddy from my Twitter feed. (laughs) 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 He has stars in several of my clips. I still see him, but that is the only person that is not in the lifestyle that I even 
spend any time with or have anything to do with now. And it's nothing against these people. I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything bad about that. I'm just saying. I'm on a different level now. Like I found something that fits me better. It fits what I like. It makes me happy. It it pleases me. It it makes me excited again. You know, I I mean, you think about it. As long as I've been in the lifestyle, I'm not saying I was totally bored with it, but yeah, a little bit. Like mm-hmm. like anything fun. If you know, if that's all you do for a while, it can get that way. And especially when. It just didn't have all of these extra things that come along with the hot wife lifestyle that I find exciting, like the parties and then the variety of things. Like I, I'm fascinated by the cuckolding lifestyle. It's not anything I've ever done, but I'm totally fascinated by it. And I want to dabble in it. Like I, I'm not going to say that I think I would want to do that for the rest of my life. I might, right. I might not. I don't know. Okay, well, but don't, there are some things I want to try. Don't get ahead of me on that part, because I definitely want to come to that. <laughs> so I don't want you to get get ahead of me on that part, because trust me, I definitely want to bring that up with you um, as well. So you're definitely enjoying the the single men that you meet in the lifestyle. Like that's definitely more in your lane and and what you enjoy doing. And it's like you said, it's less complicated. It's it's more fulfilling because you can be who you want to be when you want to be it. And when you don't want to be it, you can just turn it off. Right. So basically, so basically you got dick on demand. <laughs> At the risk of sounding cocky, and I don't mean to be. Yeah, it's kind of easy to get that in, you know, being a female. Like, really, if you're out there, it's easy. Now, I, 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 I didn't ask you in the beginning, but, I, you know, I, I do have to ask this because my listeners are going to be curious. Would you mind sharing your age with my listeners? I am 54. I will be 55 in November. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so now uh, I know something else that's kind of had a, a profound effect on you since you've, you know, been learning more and more about the lifestyle why don't you contrast the women, like the, the women that you were dealing with before learning about this lifestyle and how you were treated and how you were able to interact with them versus the women that you are meeting now in the lifestyle and how you were able to interact with them now? Oh, my God, Michael, it is unbelievable. In the regular swinging lifestyle, and I'm not saying everyone is this way, but I'm sure everybody that's been in it will will agree to some extent. There's a lot of competition among the women. There's a lot of jealousy. There's especially if you are a wide open female like I am, they tend to be either intimidated or or jealous more often than friendly. There are the friendly ones, but it's 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 fairly rare. I would say twenty five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas since I've joined the hot wife lifestyle, I've become friends with several of the ladies, you know, that we chit chat back and forth online and DMs or we'll shoot tweets and comment on each other's tweets and make jokes and things. And they're always so supportive. And if I do something wild or I talk about something kinky that I did on there, rather than shame me or be off like in, a couple of the what I call freak groups that I'm in online, I can post a video and I'll see one of the other girls will she'll go, DM and call the name of another girl, basically telling her to go to the DMs and you know they're going to discuss you. Right. It's like eighth grade again. 
But that doesn't happen with the hot wife lifestyle ladies. They're over there cheering you on and like, you know, putting high five emojis or hearts or, you know, making positive comments. It's unbelievably different as a female. Like I had really not had a lot to do with lifestyle females because you never knew how they were going to take you and how they were going to treat you. But with the hot wife ladies, I've really gotten to the point where I'll reach out first and try, you know, and, and try to talk to somebody, which is rare for me because I would be afraid that, you know, they would bat me down. But with these ladies, it's not like that. The sense of community with them is just incredible. And it's so genuine. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like, I'm curious, how has that affected you? Just in general, like as far as how you feel about yourself and like what kind of effect has it had on you just in your everyday life, forging those kinds of friendships? It it really has made a bit of a difference. I was thinking about that the other day. It's made me more... More confident, I know that sounds silly to say in my regular life, I'm more confident over that, but not having, you know, not having to feel like I'm too much, you know, like getting that approval from those ladies, even though I haven't met them personally yet, we still interact as much you know, on a daily basis as I do with some people that I, you know, have seen face to face. So I consider those real friendships. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, it's not just an online friendship. So it has made me a little bit more confident and definitely happier. And just, I don't really care about what any of these other females think because the ones that I care about, the ones whose opinions matter to me and who I admire and look up to those ladies, are being cool with me. So I, I'm not really studying anybody else. Like it just, I'm getting what I need, you know, from that community. And that's a first for me in my life. Like I've always kind of been a little bit too strong of a dose, I guess. for most, <laughs> you know. And to feel like I fit in and I'm not too much is a unique, but very welcome feeling. No, that's, I'm very proud of these ladies. No, it's it's great to hear you say that because, you know, as you know, many of my listeners know, I'm a huge proponent of community and I've seen how uh, women benefit in a lot of different areas from being a part of this community. And, and so when you say that, you know, you're more confident even away from the lifestyle, you know, I definitely believe it because I can see it and I've seen it. You know, and I, I continue to talk about it because I think it's one of the the benefits of this lifestyle that, to me, doesn't get talked about enough. You know, I so it's something that I always want to talk about. So, you know, it definitely makes me feel good to know that you're reaping that benefit as well. Because as you're saying, you know, you're part of this hot wife community and you're single, but yet these women are still encouraging you. They're still supporting you. They don't hold that against you. You know what I'm saying? They're not like, Oh, well you're not married. So you can't be over here with us. They're like, Hey, you know, you like to get it in. We like to get it in. So let's get it in and talk about it together. You know, and it's a very, it's been exactly that way. You're right. There's not been not one time has anyone of the females made me feel the slightest bit unwelcome or out of place. Not once. And that, if you think about it, 
it is a little odd. It just on general principle in life, it's odd that you would find it, you know, where there's not at least one dissent. But I honestly can say that I've been welcomed by every female and treated very, you know, just spectacularly nicely by everyone that I've met. And it's, it's an awesome feeling. I think part of it is so many of the women that you see in the wife sharing lifestyle, whether she's a, a hot wife, a cuckoldress, a vixen, whatever you want to call them, they've all, they're all walking that path of being sexually empowered. So when they see another female walking that path, regardless of what her relationship situation is, they're going to cheer you on because they all know what it feels like to walk that path. You know, and I think some of them, you know, will probably say that they respect you even more because you're walking it by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a lot of these other women are married and they have a partner to help build them up during those down moments. You know, you're kind of walking this path by yourself. And there's, you know, a, a lot of people that respect you for that because they know that it's not easy. So when you see them applauding you and giving you the high five emojis and the hearts and all that, it, that's respect. You know, they're like, yo, do you, you know, get yours, have fun, you know, make your own rules. You know, don't don't listen to what, you know, society says and, 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 and everything like that. So that's, that's awesome that you're that you're reaping those benefits from it as well. The other thing I'm very much. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just said I'm very much enjoying it. Well, like I said, from what I see, you, you definitely are. <laughs> you definitely enjoy yourself. You're making me blush, Michael. Well, good, good. I like doing that. So now the other area that I want to talk about is, um, you know, coming from that swinger background, obviously you were um, encountering a certain type of husband. How would you contrast that to the types of husbands that you've been encountering who are, you know, be they stags, be they cuckolds, whatever, like how would you contrast the two based on where you came from to where you are now? Like, what do you see in these husbands that strikes you? Oh, there is a night and day difference in regular swinging. Most, yeah, most of the husbands were so busy worrying about who they were going to hit and what they were going to get. And, of course, me being a, a unicorn, you know, made me a popular target for for them. The, the guys in the hot wife lifestyle are way more respectful, despite the fact that we women are way more out there and wild with what we're doing, which in the general sense you might think would invite men to be a more familiar the, the guys that treat me the best are the the high wife husbands, the, the stags, and the cuckolds. They they'll talk to me, but they're always they they're never cr gross and crude or any of that. They're complimentary and they're they build me up. They'll they'll give me compliments, but you it's it's genuine compliments. You you know what I mean, like. They don't, they're not using, if they say anything to me when they speak to me, they don't talk to me in a manner that, like, they're just trying to, you know, slick come at me. They actually make me feel like 
they respect me and admire me for what I'm doing and that they're applauding me on. And it's such a pure and clean love you get from them. I know that might sound silly to some people, but, but to me, it's like, wow, like it just feels so nice for people to be that approving and positive towards you with no ulterior motive in mind, just because they admire, you know, you have a similar mindset and you feel certain ways about certain things. Uh, and like they do and they admire you for that and they show it to you without any of that ugliness to it it's it's really refreshing and really really nice no that's 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 great that's great to hear now i do want to back up a little bit before i get to the the the, the cuckolding part being that you really didn't know anything about this world i'm just kind of curious and i know maybe my listeners are wondering too how did you even come across my podcast? Like, how did it even get on your radar? I was looking for when I got on there, I had, I had heard a little bit about the hot wife and the cook holding before, but I never, you know, really looked into it. And like I said, I've been kind of bored. And when I got onto Twitter, I got to see the thing about bulls and I, I Googled it and read what it meant, and I was like, ooh. So I started looking for bulls, and I ran into your I Do Wives profile. Right. And then on it, it said, you need to go, and it talked about the podcast. You know, you had to, I think it was your pen uh, tweet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, a podcast about this? So I went and started listening to it. And I think I was about, what, maybe 10 or 12 episodes in, when I messaged you, I was just like, oh, my God, this is so cool, you know, fangirled out on you, like, because it was so, so deep to listen to. Like, like, he was explaining everything and breaking it down so well, and I'm the type of person I love to learn when, you know, when I'm interested in something, I like to really learn it, and I like to learn, like, from people that know what they're talking about, and you can just tell, you know, but you can tell by listening to everybody that this was just real people living their life, that this was the real thing, the real people. So I started listening to it just by doing that. So it was really, it was really my little hot ass looking for bulls. Well, it sounds like you, you know, you, you found your bulls and then some. So, like I have a hit list. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> you're learning about this stuff. You're you're consuming, you know, all of this information and your mind is being expanded and, you know, you're meeting all of these different people and you're encountering, you know, all of this positive energy, which from what you said is is so far removed from what you were accustomed to. And, you know, I follow you on Twitter, obviously, and we, you know, we, we talk on a regular basis. And the thing that I find to be pleasantly surprising about you is the way you've been kind of gravitating towards cucks, you know, and, and how they get down and interacting with them. So I'm kind of curious, like, walk us through that. Like, how did your appreciation and affinity uh, for cucks, like how did it begin and, and kind of take us through that evolution that you're on? Well, okay, I'm, I'm obviously uh, very open-minded, you know, an adventuresome female. 
But I'm also fascinated by mental, you know, the dynamics of different situations. And I find cuckolding fascinating and not in a, not in a bad a clinical way, but just in a way of like, I think it's beautiful. The amount of love that they have, the entire, the entire thing is beautiful to me. It's, it's like a perfect synergy when they get their relationship pulled together right. And you've got, you know, him so happy with, however, I've seen the one, you know, where they have the female-led relationships and you see the one where they're more traditional. There's so many different levels and ways to do the cuckolding that in each one of them is, you know, that fits that person better. It just, I don't know how to explain it other than it just draws me. I, I'm i not good at explaining things like that. There's just certain things that just I, I gravitate toward. I, I find it, I like it. And I, I don't, I, I've never participated in it. So I'm not saying that I like it from that perspective. I think I, think I would like to. Is just, I don't know. I, I would like to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And if if I you know maybe not necessarily I don't know that I would ever be in a long term cuckolding relationship but I do believe that I would like to on le- on certain levels get to try it and to to fulfill my own fantasy of that and to fulfill someone else's that's one of my things is I like fulfilling fantasies and that's one of the things I like about the cuckold because they're fulfilling their own they're living their life and they've had to become very vulnerable and open themselves up when they talk to a woman about that and they bring this up, like I admire that in a person that they have the type of strength, you know, that they can open themselves up as much as they do and, and put themselves out there like they do that. That is a very admirable quality. Now I know from our conversations before uh, that you told me, you know, you're pretty open with your family and your friends and co-workers and such. Um, have you shared with any of them this new path that you're on? Like, have you told any of them about, about this lifestyle or are you kind of keeping that part close to the vest? I don't know. They know. My, um, on my personal Facebook page, the, the background is me and a hot wife, queen of spades, Vixen tank top. Uh-huh. Right, right there, bright and loud. <laughs> <laughs> they, when I go on my play dates, when I go out of town, the way that I let my family know where I'm at is when I get there, I take a picture and I tag them in it. You know, what city I'm in and I'm going to play. I'll tell y'all when I'm on my way home. Like, they all know. They're, they're so used to it, they don't really think anything about it. Like, it's just like, oh, it's just her on her, another one of her adventures. <laughs> now, have any of them noticed any kind of, like, like change in you since you've been on this path? Like, do they see your confidence? Do they see how more open you are and, and less stressed out you are about things? Yes, I live with my daughter and my grandchildren. We share a house, so she's definitely noticed it, and... She and my son and my sister were talking about that a couple weeks ago, about the fact that I was just a lot happier and how I was constantly going out now. You know, every weekend I've got plans and I'm ripping and running and, you know, going and and doing these things. And they were like, you know, you, you just were kind of in a mood there for a while. And now look at you. Well, I've, you know, I've found a group of people that, that 
made me happy. You know, they, they just the entire scene, the people, the way I'm treated, the friendships, the connections that I'm making with so many different people from so many different walks of life. That, you know, it's just, it enriches my life. And they've noticed that. They, you know, they were talking about it. They were glad to see me happier. And as my daughter says, she's glad I'm getting digged down like I'm getting digged down because it sure makes me less crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. No, no, you're TMI, my bad. No, you are fine. Please, you know, you know how we do on my podcast. We we keeps it real, so you, you don't <laughs> you don't have anything to apologize for. So enough of that. So uh, one of the other things that that we had talked about, and you know, that you told me that you were interested in doing, and, and you know, we have enough time leading up to it, you know, before I release this episode, so people are going to hear it. But uh, you know that a bunch of us recently went to Splash Mocha, and I know that it was something that you said uh, you would be interested in attending. But the thing that's interesting about you is you said that you would love to go with a single cup just to kind of experience that kind of atmosphere. I would. I mean, think about it. That would be the perfect way for me to experience my fantasy of experiencing the situation and it would also let someone else that is really into that type of lifestyle and wants to have that experience get to have it with someone they could and you know that they might feel like they know a little bit if you know if it's I know it sounds weird, but when you follow somebody and you see them living out their life on a Twitter feed or whatever, it's not like you know them, know them, but it's also not like hiring an escort that you don't know at all, you know? It, there, you can build a friendship with a person a little bit and get to know them enough to where it would be enjoyable. So I had thought about it. I was like, yeah, I would love to be able to do that. I thought that would be just a cool thing to do, you know, to get this experience splash from from a whole new perspective that's not one I would really ever get to experience being a single female other than if, you know, a single cut were to have mercy on me and be like, here, let me, let me show you what this is about. <laughs> so, I could say, yeah. so, so then this could, this could actually be, you know, cause they have splashed, you know, three times a year. So you could actually fulfill like three fantasies a year. <laughs> you know, you could go. Oh, and, wouldn't that be a, yeah, you, oh, and don't think I wouldn't be down for it. I would be on that train. <laughs> you could go at like a different cuck each time, you know, and kind of blow his mind and let him, you know, cause like you said, I mean, you're, fulfilling a fantasy you know for him as well because under normal circumstances he wouldn't really get to attend an event like that and definitely not get the perspective you know that that you would be giving him right front row seats yeah that, <laughs> that would definitely be interesting well I, I i know that once this episode is published i'm i'm, I'm sure that there will be some inquiries um, coming in and like I told you, you know, I would, I would do all that I can to, you know, cause it'd be nice to see you go, you, you know what I'm saying? And if there's anything that I could do, cause I know a number of my listeners would love to, to have that opportunity. So, you know, I'm going, I'm going to make that my mission, which is to get you to, to splash in Houston in November. So we're, we're, we're going to get you there. We're yeah, going no, to get you there. my birthday. I was wanting to go blow it out cause you know, I'll be turning 55. So I wanted to go in that, what is it? The five for the five room. Oh, the take five room. Yeah, the take five for fifty five. <laughs> well, you could, you know, that that room is all about, you know, you you can go to your heart's content. 
you know, so you, you, you stop it when you've had enough because there, there are damn sure enough willing participants in there. So, you know, you would, you would definitely have a, you would, you would definitely have a, a, a great time. So since you've been on this path, have you, have you turned anybody onto it? Like, have you met anyone who wasn't into it before, but by kind of seeing you walk this path, they became interested in it, even if they're not in it yet. Do you have anyone who's like, Hey, tell me more about this. You seem happy and I want a piece of that. Or is it pretty much the same as it was before? Well, for me right now, it's pretty much the same as it was before because between my regular job and then my being gone all weekend running and um, just hanging out with the people in the lifestyle, I'm not really around anybody that's not already in it right now. Okay. But, but at the same time, that's changing. I'm starting to, you know, more of my, like I've got a family friend, a little bi friend of mine that's 33 that uh, she's a submissive mm-hmm. and she was over here earlier this afternoon and we were talking about it a little bit and she was like, bitch, I'll hit you up tomorrow. You got to tell me more. So I already know she's going to be going with me somewhere. I know her. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you corrupting them already. <laughs> oh, yes. Always. Now, now, as I alluded to at, at the beginning of, of, of this episode, you have a preference for black men. Like you said, you, you know, you have taken the pictures and the, and the queen of spades and everything. How long have you, you said since you were 19? Yeah. And well, I'm sorry, go ahead. Since 1985. Okay. And you know, my listeners are always curious. Um, like I said, we'll we'll get into all the all the nitty gritty, you know, uh, when I have you back for a chocolate covered cherries episode. But just to kind of give my listeners an idea, what is it about being with black men that that draws you? Like, what draws you to us? Well, there's two different things. One thing is physical. I've always had a thing for just the. the the, the contrast, the difference, mm-hmm. the difference in skin tones has always been a turn on for me, but I like the way black men or bodies look more. I just, the, it's more beautiful to me. It's just physically more appealing and pleasing. And then above and beyond that, black men have a type of core strength and toughness and so many other factors to them that have been honed by being oppressed by anybody and everybody, the system, the way the world works, everything, you know, just everything has always worked against them for generations. And it is, it is made for a type of strength that's just like to the bone marrow kind of strength. Mm -hmm. And because I kind of have a strength like that, that draws me. And I'm not saying, you know, that every, every black man is that strong. I'm not trying to say that, but right. I no, think I you, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I got you. In general, in general, there's a type of, of strength there that, that's just magnetic to me. It's just always drawn me. No, that's, 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 it's, it's, it's dope to hear you, you know, to hear you say that because that's something that you know, amongst ourselves that we talk about and we talk about it openly and, and, you know, and 
you know, and, you know, we know that. And, you know, we will sometimes joke about, you know, not really being like the thrill seeking type, whether it's skydiving, not to say that black people don't skydive or do those kind of thrill seeking things. But, you know, for some of us, it could be a thrill <laughs> just walking through certain neighborhoods that you grew up in, <laughs> you know, exactly. you know, just get just getting home safe, you know, just getting home safe at night. So it, it definitely gives you a different perspective and, you know, allows you to deal with the different things that the world throws at you because you've seen certain things, you've been through certain things, you've gained certain life experiences and those kind of things, they they can't help but sharpen you and, you know, toughen you up and give you a thicker skin and just everything that, that kind of comes with it. So it's definitely nice to hear someone who can appreciate those qualities because not everyone does. And not only does not everyone appreciate them, but not everybody recognizes them. So it, it's definitely nice to talk to someone who can see it and who can also feel it and can articulate what they feel and why they feel it. You know, so it's, it's, it's definitely cool to hear you, you know, to hear you talk about that. Yeah. I've always felt that way. It's just, I don't know. Like I said, it, it's, it's, I'm a two level person. I have my, I, some people think because I am such an exhibitionist that I'm always on just the physical level, but no, there's a whole lot of levels, you know, to people. And that is most definitely one that, and sometimes I'm afraid if people ask me, but I decided to tell you the truth because I figured you and your listeners would understand that I was telling the truth about how I feel because a lot of people, if you try to say that, they just assume you're pandering or you're trying to give them some answer they want to hear. And that's not what I'm doing. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Now, I, I know we talked earlier about the, you know, the way that the female side of the community has opened their arms and embraced you. Um, any women off the top of your head who've kind of influenced you and you kind of look up to or you you, you, you feel some kind of kinship with, like any women that, that come to mind? Because, you know, they listen to the show as well, and I'm sure that they would love to, to hear from you. I love I love Satin Dolly Pop. She cracks me up her a lot of the things she says on her tweets. It's like she's so smart and she says some of the most deep things, but she says it like us southerners do in ways that crack me up. <laughs> and and Bugs and Bunny's a sweetie. She she's made some cool tweets to me and cracked me up and did some cool stuff on there. And Kakoda Scarlet is awesome. I love following, listening to her and Cuck Oldridge Venus. And there's a couple of hot wives. I'm not going to call out any names right now because I'm not, you know, like they're the kind that are kind of low key on Twitter. Right, right. And since I'm not, I'm not going to call out those names <laughs> because you know, we're, we're more DM girls than we are on the feed girls. Because, so, uh, but there are a couple, you know, just regular, well, like what I call like me the rank and file. Uh -huh. girls because you know you got you, you got your people like those ladies that I mentioned that are all kind of what I call they're the ones we look up to and then you got us regular girls down there so me and some of the other regular girls are crewed up in there 
<laughs> okay, now I, I know that you you know you follow some of the guys too. So who are some of the guys that you got on your hit list? If you can, if you feel comfortable <laughs> talking about it. Oh, I am very comfortable talking about my hit list. Some some ladies have a thing for musicians or athletes, and I have a thing for bulls. <laughs> and and if, if I don't get to get a play date with Dimitri. Pagan, Ashley Del Toro, <laughs> and Caleb. <laughs> and I know I'm forgetting some, and of course you. I mean, we all know I fangirled out on you on day one. But <laughs> you're big, tall, drink of water. Oh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, in all seriousness, I really and truly am hoping that I do get to go to Mocha and meet some of you new gentlemen and get to have fun because I don't get me wrong, I love my local bulls that I've met and I have met a couple right outside, you know, like in Alabama and Georgia. So not knocking the southern bulls, there's some cool dudes, but hey folks. Yeah, I gotta try some New York and some Los Angeles and some <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> You try to, you I'm try. trying to bask in Robin and get all 31 flavors. <laughs> you cracked me up. <laughs> no, this is this is this has been a lot of fun. Like I said, I've been I've been wanting to you know to have you on my show for a while just because the path you're walking is so different from the path that most people I have on my show are walking, and I like showing the diversity that this lifestyle attracts, you know, here you are, you're not married, you're not in a cuckold relationship, you're not in a stag vixen relationship, but yet you're still able to find a place in all of this and, and not just find a place, but feel like you belong. I mean, there was a guest I had on my show and I'm sure, you, you know, you remember it, but he talked about finding your tribe and I know from talking to you that you feel like you finally found your tribe. And, I do. And you're, you know, you're, you're living your best life. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're getting all of these new experiences. I know you're out there traveling and you're meeting, you know, people who fascinate you and you're, you know, I mean, I guess this would be a good time to say, you know, you, you've got your only fans out there and, you know, you're doing your thing and you're you're kind of, you know, putting yourself out there to the world. I, one, I saw one post that you had that you had uh, put up a few weeks ago. And I know from talking to you in the beginning. You know, going back to that confidence thing you were talking about, you know, shooting from different angles to maybe hide some imperfections and everything. And then you posted this picture where you were basically like, look, this is me. There's, this is no airbrushing. This is no touching up. This, this is me. And that was really dope when you did that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of ladies do, you know, struggle with certain things and they're careful about what they put out there and, and how they look and everything. And it seemed like you had finally gotten to that place of, accepting yourself and not only accepting yourself but embracing yourself and just you know kind of exposing yourself to the world like look this is me this is the real me and it was just really cool to see you do that can you just kind of speak on what what led up to you kind of putting that picture out there like that you're right 
three months ago, there is no way in the world I would have showed a full nude. Never, ever would I have showed a full nude. I would have had lingerie on, and I would have been working the angles to hide that poopa and, and, and the really shaggy boobs. But it was the acceptance and the, all of the people that were telling me that I did look good and that I should show more. And when I would point out, you know, I don't look like that, you know. And this is people I'm meeting live in person, not necessarily just online. Right. And, you know, they're telling me, baby, you look good. You look for a woman. You look really good. You do not have to, you know, so many people kept telling me that and they were being so genuine. You could tell they really felt that way. And it made me just start looking at myself and think, okay, you can't look like you did when you were 20 anymore. You're not 20 anymore. You're not, you know, just because you had a banging playboy playmate body about years ago, it's, you don't now, but you still look good. You look different, but you look good. And it was so scary because I had told somebody when I had like 2,000 followers, I thought it would take a year to get to five, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I got time. So I promised that I would put a full nude up if I hit 5,000 followers. And then it happened, and I was so terrified, Michael. I was so terrified. I was literally shaking. My hands were when I pushed the button for that tweet. And I said I was going to delete it in 24 hours. I was like, I'm going to be fair and put it up for 24 hours, but then I'm deleting it because this is just humiliating, you know, knowing everybody's looking at that. But the outpouring of support was so big, and so many people on there was like, don't do that. Leave it, you know, so people can see what it looks like to be that age and still be sexy. And I thought, you know what? I mean, I'm going to look like I'm just insecure and petty if I take it down. Like, And I don't feel that way now. I look at it, and I'm just like, okay, you know, Yep, I have saggy boobs and a little bit of a belly roll, but there I am. <laughs> but I really don't feel all like three months. The, the the difference in how I the amount of confidence that I have from three months ago to right now is literally unbelievable. At least double. Like it's crazy, and it's all just from the community that I've surrounded myself with and their positivity. It's nothing more or less than that. Just and simple acceptance and positive validation from like-minded people no that's that's like i said i i you know that's one of the the things that you know brings me the most joy in this is seeing how women benefit from that confidence you know so that's why i wanted to make sure that i brought it up to you and let the people hear you talking about it because it, 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 it needs to be said more. I called myself yesterday. I had to stop at Kroger and I had on a pair of jeans, shorts and a t-shirt and a pair of sunglasses. And I was walking through Kroger with a swish in my stand. And I wasn't trying to show out. I was just feeling good. I was running to do what I needed to do. And I kept catching caught guys looking at me out of the corner of my eye. And I thought, what in the world? Like I'm not dressed up. And then it hit me. It must be the confidence. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. It's it's like an aura around you. And as, you know, man, we, we see that. We respond to it, you know. And, you know, it's it's the, the same way that, that women find confidence in men appealing. Men find confidence in women appealing, you know. And it it makes a big difference. It really does. So I'm definitely happy for you that, you are 
able to see that firsthand now and, and feel that and, and wrap yourself up in it like a blanket, you know, in that confidence and, you know, walk through your local market feeling good about yourself and shining and beaming and, like you said, you know, catching the eye of, of random men and not feeling self-conscious that they're looking at you. It's a very nice feeling. <laughs> okay, Susanna. So bef- before I let you get out of here, um, how can my listeners find you on Twitter? At Sin Susanna. S-I-N-N-S-S-U-S-A-N-N-A. Oh, that was a lot of S's. <laughs> that was a lot of S's. Yeah, right. <laughs> Could you say it one more yeah. time? <laughs> Sims with two N's and Susanna with two N's. Okay. So, so it's S-I-N-N-S-U-S. Uh, you could just, I'll, I'll include it in the episode. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like a little kid it's spelling Mississippi, Mississippi right there. Huh? Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm spelling Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta make, we gotta make up a song for your name. Um, so before I let you get out of here, you know, like I said, I have a, uh, you know, a lot of people from all different walks of life that, that listen to the podcast and, what is so cool is it was just a few months ago that you were listening to all of this and listening to all of these different people talk about their journeys and their stories and, and everything like that. And now here you are sharing your own journey and your experiences. So what would your message be to that woman out there who has stumbled across the podcast and is unsure about what's out there and is unsure if this is for her, what would you, what would be your message to her knowing that not too long ago you were on the other side? I would tell her that she should inbox me. I would be happy to answer any questions that she has anytime dead serious that anybody wants to talk to me about that. Please hit me up. The women here are welcoming. They will treat you well. You will you will be happy. You will enjoy yourself, and you can take things at your own pace. If you you want to, if you're interested and you want to know things, contact us. Reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions. And nobody's going to try to push you into anything. You can take things at your pace. And life is too short not to do what you enjoy. And you should at least try it and find out because I promise you this lifestyle will give you the type of confidence and happiness that you've probably never experienced in your life. I hadn't up until this point. I'm at the happiest point in my life right now, and it's because I'm fulfilled on multiple levels. And this lifestyle is a huge part of that. And I think that any woman that is feeling unfulfilled in her life and that has those fantasies, and, you know, that if she's even interested in this lifestyle enough to be listening to this, then she's definitely having the fantasies and she's definitely open-minded and interested enough to look into it. So come on in. We got the door open. <laughs> we can, we'll leave the light on for you. We'll help you out. <laughs> no, well, thank you very much for, for sharing that. And, and, and thank you. 
for coming on and letting me be nosy and letting my listeners be nosy and pick your brain. And, you know, it's, it's just awesome to hear, you know, how this lifestyle has, has benefited you and, you know, made a difference in your life. Like it's, it's really awesome to hear that. So thank you on behalf of myself and my listeners. Thank you for that. I really, I really mean that. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciated it. And to everyone that I've met and talked to out there and that has welcomed me and brought me in like this, I thank all of you too. I really appreciate it. You have made my life infinitely better. No, I, I know that that'll put a, a, a smile on, on everyone's face. And before I get out of here, I, I, I want to give a special shout out to my Patreon supporters. You know, all of you listening, I can't shout you out individually, but you know who you are. You know how vital you are to what I do. I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for your generosity on a ongoing basis. So thank you, um, especially to those people who've been rocking with me from the beginning all the way up to the people who just signed up last month. Thank you to all of you. And if you're not yet a Patreon supporter, like I always say, maybe this will be the episode that will, you know, that will get you to say, you know what? We like what that Michael C. guy is doing. We want to see him continue doing it. So we're going to support him. So on behalf of my wonderful guest, Susanna, I am your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And uh, like I said, we're going we're gonna to get you to splash. <laughs> we're going to find some way to get you to splash. That would be lovely. <laughs> All right. I'm your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace. <laughs>